Welcome to the Becoming Your Best podcast. We're here to provide you and your team with the resources, tools, and content to achieve your greatest potential. For those interested in additional resources or services, such as the weekly planners, online planners for Chrome or Outlook, keynotes, live training, coaching, or certification, you can visit our website at becomingyourbest.com. Now, when you listen to an episode that resonates with you, we invite you to share it with your family, friends, and team members so that they can experience the same type of motivation and results in their lives. Also, if you haven't already subscribed, please hit the subscribe button. It works on Apple, Stitcher, Google, or whatever platform you're using so that you can get a new podcast reminder each week. Now sit back, let's get started, and we hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to our podcast listeners, wherever you may be in the world today. This is your host, Steve Schallenberger, and we are honored to have you join us today. We have a special guest with us. He was born in the Turks and Caicos Islands, which is where he lives today. We're going to talk about that. He's going to tell us where it's at. And at the age 16, Drexwell was blessed to receive a scholarship to attend Wilmington College in Ohio, and then later on pursued his MBA in finance from Miami University. Drexwell never imagined he would go to college as his family had very little income and none of his other siblings attended college. So welcome, Drexwell Seymour. Thank you, Mr. Steve, for having me on the show. I'm delighted to, to be here today. Thank you very much again. Oh, you bet. I've been looking forward to this. And before we get started, I'd like to tell you just a little bit more about Drexwell. Prior to going to college, he suffered from an inferiority complex and continued to suffer most of his life. And eventually, Drexwell was able to overcome this inferiority complex, and he discovered his purpose, which is to encourage, influence, and inspire others, which is a great mission, isn't it? Absolutely. Yes, sir. Drexwell has an accounting firm and a property management firm. He also has a YouTube channel sharing inspirational videos on a weekly basis. He writes uh, weekly columns in the newspaper. He also is the host of Financially Speaking, a weekly radio show. Drexwell also wrote and published his first book, Rise Up and Take Your Position, a motivational book to encourage individuals to pursue their talents and purpose. So to get us kicked off today, Drexwell, tell us about your background. I would love to hear about turning points in your life, things that have had a significant impact, and what's allowed you to get where you are today. Oh, thank you again, um, Steve. And I just want to say, um, you know, when I look back at my life, sometimes you look back at it with a lot of adversity. But as I got older, I'm glad sometimes I went through the things I went through because it allowed me to be the person I am today. So as you mentioned, you know, most of my life, I, I suffer from inferiority complex because I didn't like how I look. I didn't like the color of my skin and all of that bothered me so, so much. And I, and I had this low self-esteem, but then about five or six years ago, my life changed. I started building confidence in myself. I started believing in who I am. I started believing I have a purpose. And then from then on, it's, I, I started living my purpose. 
Okay, that's a big turning point, isn't it? Yeah, it was. Okay, well, let's dive into that. First of all, tell us where the Turk Kaikos Islands are, and how do you say it? Oh, that's <laughs> okay. It you, you, that's okay. You, you, you got it right. It's Turks and Caicos Islands. We're right below the Bahamas. So you have Florida, you got the Bahamas, and then you have Turks and Caicos. So we're right in the Caribbean, and, and you know we have some of the best beaches in the world. That's what we're known for. We, we won prizes every year for the best beach. Um, it's very quiet, but our main industry is tourism, like most Caribbean islands. So this, this is where we live, and this is where most people come to, to visit. Well, I was just mentioning to Drexwell that last week I was in Aruba, a little bit further down in the Caribbean, just at the end of them for an insurance conference, and it was a delightful experience, similar kind of area, beautiful beaches. Every day was a beautiful day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course, that's that's our outlook on life. And from there, I went directly to South Africa, where we did a two-day live Becoming Your Best Leadership Seminar. And I love people all over. And your message is one that people everywhere deal with and have to look in the mirror and say, who am I and what am I about and how can I make a difference? And how they feel about themselves is a big deal. So, uh, Drexwell, if you don't mind, from your point of view, from your experience, why do people suffer from an inferiority complex? Steve, I believe that people suffer because people do not know who they are. Society has dictated what success is. Success is having a lot of money in the bank account, being living in a certain society, the type of job you have, all that people label as success. And so people suffer because they're not in that category and because they're comparing themselves to other people and they never feel that they'll reach to the level that other people have, have deemed to reach. And so they, they suffer basically because they're comparing themselves to other people. Oh, that's a, that's a really keen insight, Drexwell. I appreciate that observation. As you know, one of the things that we talk about is becoming your best. You know, it's based on research and on what people can do to become their best. But I agree with you. One of the biggest challenges is sometimes people try to become somebody else's best or they see Mm -hmm. somebody else and they think they ought to be like that. But the title is becoming your best. And that's it. I mean, we should not compare against somebody else, but it's taking what we have and moving it up from there. So what are recommendations that you have, Drexwell, on how to overcome an inferiority complex? How do you do that? What are some of your thoughts? Well, my first thought, I believe that I think people should do as much research as possible. For example, I I wrote the book, Rise Up and, and Take Your Position, where I encourage people that everybody has a gift. So I think people should should practice reading. Um, a lot of us don't read. And when you read, you will discover there, there are so many people who went through similar things that they went through and they document it. Because sometimes people feel like only they're going through that situation. But when you start reading other people's stories, for example, becoming your best, you will realize that you, you're not unique and, and that, you know, that you are somebody. I think that's the first thing that we need to do is to read other people's stories. And the second thing I, I think people need to recognize that they have to recognize this, that they came into this world for a purpose. That is not a coincidence. They're not a mistake. 
that they're here for a purpose. And I think a lot of people do not recognize that. They, they feel that they are a mistake. They feel that they were unwanted, and so they, they don't deserve to be here. So people have to recognize that. And, and, the, and the third thing I think they need to do, they need to love themselves. Uh, a lot of people do not love themselves. They love other people, but they don't love themselves. And then the fourth thing I think people need to be is to be content with who they are and become somebody else. Because I believe that everybody that want that everything that you need to be or has to be is within you. You just need to find it. Oh, that's great advice. So, uh, read, open the world to yourself, open your mind up and discover it's a, it's an adventure, isn't it? Yes. Yes. And realize everybody has value. You have a purpose. Sometimes you just don't know about it. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying, Steve, because we, we, we don't know. And then other people may recognize it in you too, as well. Eh? And they will, they will tell you, we still don't, don't know. Okay, really good. We'll talk more about these. Love yourself. That's a big one. Uh, you need to look in the mirror and say, I love you and you are a value. You can make a difference. You can lift the world. And really, it starts with their own world. <laughs> yeah. And then that light goes outward. I I'd like to really dig in on the purpose. What's your advice and experience of how does someone discover their purpose? Because it's there, I agree with you, and every person is unique. In the San Francisco Bay Area, there's an airport. On the wall is a big art piece. It's about three feet wide and six feet tall, and mm -hmm. it's of a fingerprint. I took a picture of it, and I thought of all the billions of people that live on the world and you know, on Earth today and that have ever lived, no one's ever had that fingerprint. It's wow. unique and yeah. uh, special. And yeah. so how do people discover their purpose, Stretchwell? What I tell people based on my experience is that everything that you need to know about your purpose is right within you. Of course, you might need to enhance it and, you know, do some research and do more studying, but everything is within you. And I think some of the things that you know your purpose are, I think when you go to sleep at night thinking about something, when you get excited about something, those are the steps on knowing your, your purpose. For example, you come to work and you, you're not happy. You know that's not part of your purpose. But when you're doing something that you love, that you get excited about, that you put all your energy in, those are steps to discovering your purpose. And sometimes they may be dormant, but once you activate it, you will realize that is your, your purpose. Things that keep you up at night, things that bother you, that you want to make a, a difference in somebody's lives or make a change in, in your life. That's the things that you need to look into to determine where your purpose lies. Oh, that's a great insight. You have a lot of experience and wisdom in this, and I'm glad you're sharing it. You know, we're really Thank talking you. about when a person gets an idea, when a person gets this vision of what they're about, it's life-changing because now they have a direction to put their energy and passion and, and see this transformation. From your experience, you just shared this and talked about it like reading. That is one way to kind of spark the mind up and think of it. And maybe just reflecting on what's possible. What do you like doing? How do you build your skills? Let's take you, for example, Drexwell. Somehow you decided you wanted to go to college. 
Nobody else around you or very few people around you were thinking like that, but had that idea. And yet you were one of the few that went to Ohio and went to school there, got a college degree, later got an MBA. Where did those ideas come from? And once you had the idea, it changed everything. I'm, I'm pretty sure. It did. I mean, honestly, I always wanted to be an accountant. I mean, that was my favorite subject in high school. And so I know in order for me to be an accountant, I had to go to college because you have to get a degree and, and you take the CPA exam. So that was always my idea. I just didn't know how I was going to get to college. And it so happened that an opportunity presented itself while I was, you know, the last year in school. I went back to high school for another year. Sorry. There was a scholarship available and I decided, you know, I'm going to apply for the scholarship. And I was the first recipient and that's what I did. I mean, it looked, the odds were highly against me because, you know, my family went to college and all that stuff. But because I knew I wanted to be an accountant, I decided to apply for the scholarship and I got it and I went to Ohio. Okay. So for all of our listeners today, for Drexwell and for Steve Schallenberger, I want to just remind us the offer for the scholarship didn't come first. It was the idea the inspiration yep. that came first, and then the scholarship became obvious. It appeared. Yes. It came to them, and, and you took advantage of that, right? Absolutely. You're right. You're spot on, Steve. Absolutely. Oh, I love it. What are the obstacles to someone reaching their purpose or vision? What are the things that get in the way that you've seen? I think one of the greatest obstacles is being afraid. We have this fear. And because you're afraid to do things, that's your greatest obstacle. Because if you have this fear, you'll never move to the next level because you're afraid to take that risk. And then the next obstacle is, is lack of confidence. And I think the lack of confidence and fear go hand in hand because if you, if you are fearful, you're going to lack the confidence. But if you are, if you have the courage and boldness, then you're going to have confidence. So I think those are the two main obstacles in people's lives. Oh, that's a good observation. I, I love that. And that's so good. When you uh, think about going forward, and sometimes people are fearful, they may fail. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, that's where the fear comes. And mm-hmm. so they don't act in the first place. So tell us your experience with failure. I mean, like, is it good? Is it bad? Should people fear it? What's the deal here? <laughs> well, <laughs> I think naturally. People will gonna people are gonna be afraid of failure. And that's why a lot of people are not successful business people because they don't want to take the risk and so they, they're afraid of failure. I mean I failed, I failed my first exam in college, I had failed out businesses, but out of those failures, I learned from it. I didn't I didn't let it keep me down. And I think that's part of the problem. People need to realize that they will experience failures. But there are opportunities. You learn from that. Most of the successful people in the world, they went through failures, but they didn't let it keep them down. They, they keep trying, they keep trying until they, they became successful in what they do. And I think that's what we need to overcome, overcome this fear of failure, because failure will take place, but it doesn't mean it's the end of the world. Yeah, I love that healthy view of failure, that it's really the way forward, like, you know, in life, we all get knocked down, right? And that's okay. But what's not okay is just laying there and giving up. 
And that's the difference. And if we think about the the history of people that we love and respect that really inspire us over history, they have all been knocked down. But what Mm -hmm. inspires us is that they got back up, learned from their experiences, made adjustments, and turned it into a triumph over and over again. And that's the very same thing that you've done, I've done. And my research, Drexwell, it's interesting. I interviewed over over 175 CEOs around the world, and I was fortunate to discover quite a few things. Number one, none are perfect. Number two is I saw over and over 12 things that they did that created this chemistry of success. That's what I put in the book, Becoming Mm -hmm. Your Best. But here's the other thing I learned, Drexwell, is the average one of these people that by most accounts, most people would say, wow, they're really successful. They're making a difference. Failed on average. They had four major failures, big time failures. Mm-hmm. But they also had seven successes. <laughs> That's right. So this is life, right? Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. what you're saying? That's exactly what it is, Steve. That's exactly what it is. You're going to have failures, but you're going to have more. You're going to have more successes than failures. Tell us about your book, Rise Up and Take Your Position. That sounds like a fun book. I can't wait to get it. Oh, thank you. It's a motivational book. And what I decided after I I discovered that I have this gift of writing, I decided to document a book on my experiences are suffering from inferiority complex because I believe a lot of people out there are suffering somehow. And I, I wanted them to, to read the book, to motivate them, to overcome it, and to encourage them that each of them has a gift. Find that gift, cultivate it. And when you cultivate it, you rise up. And when you rise up, you take your position in this world. Everybody has a position in this world. We just need to find it, rise up and do it. And that's what the book is about. Oh, I love what a refreshing approach, isn't it? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> Helping you. people realize their potential and bringing out the best when up within others. Yes. Way to go. Yes. Thank you. That's a good job. I'm always amazed, Drexwell, how fast these interviews go. And we're at the end of our interview already. Oh, and, oh wow. <laughs> yeah. So before we're done today, one thing that I would really enjoy, and I'm sure our listeners would, is any final tips that you have for our listeners today? Yes, I would love to encourage uh, our listeners to, a lot of people do not do this, but I want to encourage them to document their goals. I believe that everybody has ideas or have things that they would like to achieve. And I encourage them to document their goals and put it in a place that is visible so every time they get up or before they go to bed, they can see it. It reminds them. This is what you have set so that they will be encouraged to pursue their goals. And once you see that in your face, I believe it, it, it will give you momentum to pursue your goals. And, and I also want to add, which I already mentioned, is don't compare yourself to anybody. And things might happen and you might experience failures. You may see other people succeeding. And so you might end up doing the same thing they do. And don't do that. Stick to your goals. Do what you believe that you believe that you are called to do. And I just want to end with that. Well, that's great. That's really wonderful advice. And it really stimulates even more thinking. So Drexwell is saying, 
Keep your goals in front of you. Write them down physically, your purpose, your vision, these thoughts that you have about the future and your goals for now. That's great so that you see them and you're reminded of them and they guide you. I'd like to add one thing to that. And that is we would like to recommend that you just buy a notebook or a journal or whatever and just write down your thoughts about your ideas. Because what happens is you write down your thoughts, you see more. And as you do what Drexel has talked about today, you read and think about yourself and how wonderful you are. You're going to have inspirational thoughts and ideas about what that looks like. So together with your goals like that, which is a great suggestion, have a place where you can put your you know thoughts down and that'll become like one of the most valuable assets that you have. You can keep it right next to your bed or wherever, but, uh, and then I love that. I'm not comparing yourself. Well, this has been wonderful today. Love your thoughts for all of us that have been listening. I'd like to invite you to just sit back and think about some of these points that we've talked about today. And Drexwell, how can people find out about what you're doing? Well, I I have a website, which is www.drexwellsema.com. And I also have a, a YouTube Drexel Sema, I do inspirational videos every week. And of course, the book is on Amazon. Okay, perfect. How do you spell Seymour? S-E-Y-M-O-U-R. Okay, perfect. Just want to be sure we got that right. It has been a total delight to have Drexwell Seymour with us today. Congratulations on the accomplishments that you've experienced the things that you're doing today, the inspiration that you are to so many people. And we wish you all the best as you continue to be a light to people all over. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. And same to you, Steve, and and with with your book as well. Thank you very much. Okay. It's been a privilege, Drexwell. Okay. And to all of our listeners, we are honored and privileged that you join us today It says so much about you, your desire to become your best, to bring the best out within your life and the fact that you bless other people. And so we wish you all the best today and always. This is Steve Schallenberger, your host with Becoming Your Best Global Leadership, saying sweet adieu, signing off. Thank you for listening to the Becoming Your Best podcast. If there was something in this podcast that you felt would be helpful, for a family member, a friend, or even a coworker, we invite you to share this podcast with them now while you're thinking about it. Also, remember to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Now, for additional resources and tools, such as how to join our monthly peak performance coaching program, or how to get certified as a trainer or coach, or schedule a workshop or keynote, you can visit our website at becomingyourbest.com. We're here to provide you and your team with the resources, tools, and content to achieve your greatest potential. So thank you for listening and have a wonderful day and a great week.